Kyle McCord got smoked on that last play and threw an interception. And people are going down his throat, dude. They they are lighting him up for that. Like, there is what? There was like a minute left on the clock. No timeouts. They got to drive the field. He's trying to make a play. He gets smoked, throws it. It's an interception. How are you going to fault him that? You can't fault him that. And what's crazy is now Kyle McCord is jumping to the transfer portal. Because he felt that. He sees that. He understands that. Yo, Reno's rant on the Roughnecks podcast. You know the deal. All right. Look, this this is going to be different than my other ones, and this is just a straight hot take. I, I am so thrilled to have this conversation because this just proves – uh, I'm sure you've heard before, I'm I'm not that big of an Ohio State fan, all right? Mainly because of the fan base, of the system, and what has happened since their loss to Michigan has confirmed all of pretty much everything that I've been saying. Uh, if you don't know my history with Ohio State, I played against them, and like the players, the coaches, the atmosphere, the game, all that was awesome. Do not get me wrong. Amazing. But when it came to how we were treated from the bus from the bus drivers, hotel staff, the food, the fans, the, uh, terrible. Terrible. So that's the main reason I cannot root for Ohio State anymore. Um, not because they beat us by like 60, but because of just the full experience and haven't played other um Big, you know, Big Ten schools and SEC schools. The that was by far the worst experience I've ever had as a collegiate athlete traveling to to an offsite event, which was unfortunate because I grew up an Ohio State fan, and now I see the big picture here. So Ohio State loses to Michigan. Oh my gosh! To point out a very very good Michigan team. Let's not forget that very very good Michigan team. That was an awesome game. Came down to the wire. Literally last drive. McCord gets hit. There's an interception. End the game. Boom. And to that point, Kyle McCord got smoked on that last play and threw an interception. And people are going down his throat, dude. They they are lighting him up for that. Like, there is what? There was like a minute left on the clock. No timeouts. They got to drive the field. He's trying to make a play. He gets smoked, throws it. It's an interception. How are you going to fault him that? You can't fault him that. And what's crazy is now Kyle McCord is jumping to the transfer portal because he felt that. He sees that. He understands that. Um, it, it's such a shame, honestly, that us as fans hold these kids. They are literally kids to such a high standard and that all the hate and all the nonsense that comes with it it's a lot of pressure. Now, understanding, like, when you sign to a Big Ten school like an Ohio State, you're signing up for that pressure and for that criticism and all that stuff. But it is so unnecessary. It's so ridiculous hearing, oh, oh my God, McCord is the is the reason why we lost. Oh, he's terrible. Oh, Ryan Day's got to go, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you understand that they just won double-digit games? They have one loss on the season? Like, now, Ryan Day, different kind of story. We'll touch on that in a minute. But I just want to stick on Kyle McCord a little bit because I know him a little bit. He's a really, really, really humble 
good dude. Really good dude. Um, and for someone to throw for over 3,000 yards, however many touchdowns, um, putting up one of his receivers as a Heisman candidate, uh, you know, is he an all-star player? Like, is he going to come out there and rush for 100 yards and throw for 300 every game? No. But the thing about Kyle McCord, what makes him so great, again, I told you this was going to be a hot take, is that he's not going to lose you the game. He's not going to win you the game either. So he he is a game manager. That's exactly what you want as a quarterback. Exactly what you want. He's not necessarily going to win you the game. He's not going to lose you the game either. He's going to give your team an opportunity, or he's going to put your team in great opportunities. That's what a quarterback does. And for him to get this much hate is absolutely ridiculous. The fans who are giving him the hate don't understand football. I'll say it. You don't understand what's going on. Um, again, three thousand over three thousand yards throwing as a first year starter, as a first year really being put on the spotlight like that with all the competition, with all the media, with all the you know nonsense going on. I think he did pretty damn good. And to be honest with you, he could be like Joe Burrow two point type, transferring somewhere else and taking a team very far. I see a lot of success with Kyle McCord, and it's a shame that he gets run out. He get ran out like that. Now, on to Coach Day. Okay, a little bit of a difference because as you sign as the head coach of Ohio State, your record is one thing, but beating Michigan is another thing as well. If you can't beat Michigan, that's literally, <laughs> like, that is your coaching job. You've got to beat Michigan. The fact that you're losing three times now, that ain't good. So I do see, even though I think Ryan Day's a very good coach, I think he could be a little fake sometimes. But I think he, he's still a really, really good coach. He wouldn't be in that position if he wasn't a good coach. And I like to say, you know, there's been a lot of good decisions that he's made. That's why he's in that position. So he's had a lot of good things that's happened. And so if he makes one mistake, it looks like he just blew the whole program or blew the entire game. Like, I, that's not the case at all. I still think he's a great coach, but as an Ohio State coach, as we know how big that game is, you can't lose it three times in a row. Credit to Jim Harbaugh, man. Oh, they, they cheated. They did this. They stole signs. Listen, every single school does that. Every school does that. Every school. that. Why do you think they signal in plays? And like, even us at a smaller Division One at Kent State, we would have to change our, our signals or change who was signaling it in like every other quarter. We'd, we'd have to change them up because they'd catch on. Like Even if they watched film and or stole their practice film or stole their signs, like they still have to execute on it. They still, they still have to play it, and there's going to be changes. The game plan will, like, all right, I'll say it like this. So t- pretty much the start of every game at college and NFL and high school even are scripted. Like, the first 10 plays are scripted. They are just seeing what plays are going to work. These are the plays that we've scouted and we think are going to work versus, you know, this offense or this defense. So those first 10 plays are already predetermined. And then from there, you you make changes and you scratch off plays. It's like, oh, no, we thought they were going to play a lot of man coverage. They're actually going to – they're in zone the whole game now. So the game plan switches. So those 10 plays, you maybe scratch half of them or – or maybe it's like, oh, one of their best 
defensive tackles are out, so let's run the ball that way now instead of this way, and let's really target this corner who's a little bit weak. There's a lot of things that go into the scheme of the game. Um, and I'm saying this because there's way more to this than just blaming it on a quarterback or blaming it on a coach. And even the people, like, the Ohio State fans around me, it's, I swear to God, it's like this is their life. It's their life. I understand football is fun, and it is fun to watch. It's fun to get together. It's an entertainment thing. You're watching it. You're rooting for the fans. I get that, but holy cow, it cannot ruin your whole week. It cannot ruin your whole week. How about you celebrate what these guys have done about the, the players? They're not just numbers. They're players, too. And that's, that's something to me that's very personal um, because I, I felt that when I played as well. Sometimes I felt like I was just a number. And wasn't appreciated. Like, there's a lot of hard work that goes in to what they're doing. Yeah, a loss is devastating. It sucks. It sucks losing. But if you look at the grand scheme of what they've done the past, however many years, football team and their well-run organization. But um, back on the Ryan Day, you got to beat Michigan, dude. You can't not beat Michigan. And also, I think um, he kind of leans on the actual talent of his players they can get away with a lot of things uh just because they just out you know out athlete people out athlete other teams and then when they're matched up with someone who can match up with their athletes now it comes to strategy now it comes to how you know what your scheme is that's where the coaching part comes into play and i think ryan day is getting a little little bit exposed when they're playing those big time teams that oh they're keeping up. Our schemes now has to be perfect. And just so happens the past couple of years, the big, big name, you know, games, they're not, they're not winning. I don't know. Just, uh, just throwing that out there. But uh, regardless, give Kyle McCord a break. Give Ohio State a break. Give Coach Day kind of a break. Um, and what sucks about Brian Day is he knows he's under the spotlight. So now moving into the bowl game that they're playing, uh, oh, we're not going to play Kyle McCoy. We're not going to do this. Yeah, I wonder who's telling him that. He's probably got to keep a lot of people happy because he's fighting for a job. Just saying. All right, there's my hot take. There's my Reno's rants. Um, the lesson of today, I guess, would be cut people some slack and quit being so damn culty. <laughs> All right. Hey, until next time, see you later.